0: What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on 1 edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on 1s, what I like to do is interview people.
1: He is a master-level psychic medium and spiritual advisor with over 20 years of experience. He also hosts a weekly show called Angels and Answers. Please welcome from the Garden State of New Jersey, Mr. Artie Hoffman to the Talk Q Radio show. Artie, how are you doing today?
2: Oh, Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Everything's going great. Thanks for joining. Awesome. Awesome. All right, we'll get right to it. First things first. Now, you wear a lot of hats from motivational speaker to medium to intuitive life coach. When did you first realize in your life that you had to gift to help others?
2: Uh, when I was 27 years old, I had everything going right in my life. I mean, I always had things going right in my life on the most part. But um, I was very, very frustrated. And, you know, I'm having a conversation with God. And I said, you know, God, I need answers, and I need clear answers. I said, you got to help me out here. And like I said, you know, everything was going right in my life. I was married at the time. Uh, We just had a Mm -hmm. child. You know, uh, know, everything was going great. My business was going good, but yet I still wasn't fulfilled inside. Uh, I felt like there was more Mm -hmm. to to my life than what was. And, um, you know, on the surface, there was absolutely nothing to complain about. Everything was great. And so I go upstairs to, to the kitchen because I was in my finished basement at the time. I go upstairs to my kitchen, and I'm shifting through some junk mail. And there was a postcard, and it said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness? And so um, I said, wow, this is crazy. I said, I didn't know you could learn how to do this. I thought either you had it or you didn't. So
0: it's right, not like right. I was
2: looking at it like it was the answer to my prayers. I just thought it was something cool and fun to do. And so um, I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, "This looks pretty cool. He said, you want to do it with me?" She says, "I don't give a crap about that." She says, "You can go if you want. I'm not interested." I said, "All right. That's and so And so um, I went away for that one weekend to Virginia Beach at the Edgar Casey Foundation. and it was a one-weekend seminar, and there was about 50 of us in one large room, and uh, you know, they taught you how to be purely unconditional with your thoughts, with your feelings. And uh, they got you in that Zen mode with the way they were talking to us and, with, and listening to the beautiful spiritual music. And they broke us up into groups. So uh, the people who I was with were telling me how accurate I was. And I was extremely shocked that I was able to tell a perfect stranger something about themselves who I never met before. And it's all about letting go of fear and just paying attention to your inner soul and 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 c- connecting to the spiritual world to the angels to your spirit guides to God you know I do everything with the white light, nothing is of negativity mm-hmm. and um, so people were telling me how how accurate I was and so uh it was a wonderful experience over that entire weekend because you know we were reading for different people depending who we were you know, in the groups with, because they changed it up. So when I got home, I bought myself a deck of spiritual cards. And when I got my, uh, my cards, I started reading for friends and family for the next few years just for the fun of it. And people were telling me how accurate I was. And I got to a point in my life where I needed some extra money other than the money I was making. I, I'm, th- I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm thinking, how can I make some extra money? And I said, you know what? I know how to do readings. And so I threw an ad in the paper, and it said, if I don't, if I don't pull through for you, no charge. Because I didn't want people to think I was ripping them off. I was doing it from my heart. So I started reading for people, and 90% of the people paid mm-hmm. me. And by word of mouth, my whole career just took off. And people were recommending me. And I do what's known as arty parties, where groups of people get together. And they, you know. I like that. They, and I do readings. So parties, uh, and then I was getting invited to do uh, radio stations, and then I got invited to go on TV, and you know it's like you never know who you're going to read for, and people who know people were were then you know introducing me to other people who who are in important positions in life, and so people mm-hmm. were helping me out to grow, and um, I did go through a few marriages with this because I was growing so fast spiritually that. Um, my wives had a hard time. Whoever I was with, they had a hard time that I was getting so much attention from the public. And most of my clients are women. And um, so I needed to be with somebody who is very strong, um, who is confident and and who trusted me enough where, you know, I I never, you know, I never screwed around um, when I was in my relationships, but because I was getting so much positive energy and so much positive attention from so many people, it did a number on my relationships. And, uh, but I couldn't stop doing the work of God. I couldn't stop helping people because of the people who I was with, of their insecurities. And that's what it came down to. It came down to insecurities. So um, I just kept doing the work that I was meant to do, and I was making a positive difference in people's lives. And I loved doing what I was doing, and um, again, my career was taken off and Now um, it goes from one year to the next to the next to the next to the next and i've been reading now for over thirty one years I've read for over thirty one thousand oh, wow. people I've read for over thirty one thousand people in my life, and I met a bunch of celebrities along the way and um, it's been a really cool trip and um I have a beautiful rapport and relationship with God and with um, my spirit guides and the angels. And they're the ones who give me all the answers. Because in reality, even though people tell me how accurate I am with with my thoughts and my visions, the only reason why I know what I know is because God and the angels share with me all this information from the spiritual world. And then I share it with other people. So I tell people it was like when I was in high school. If I didn't get the answers from my friends, I wasn't passing. Well, if I'm not getting the answers from the (laughs) angels and from God, I ain't passing. So I had to get the answers from somewhere. I wrote a book called Angels and Answers, and you can get it on Amazon. Or um, you can go to my website, ArtieHoffman.com, and there's a link for you to order my book. And it speaks about angels and answers, and it it has a lot of interesting stories, and it talks about – Certain angels and saints in there, and um, explains, you know, their sinew and what their purpose is, and uh, it has a lot of really, really interesting stories about life itself. As a matter of fact, when I and and with everyone who's watched, who's listening right now, as God is my witness, you are going to think that I wrote this book specifically for you. It is so personable that everybody will be able to relate to certain aspects of this book, either the whole book or certain parts of the book. But you're going to think that I personally wrote this book for you. And it it explains about um, life on a very spiritual plane, but it's, it's broken down very simplistically so that everyone could understand it. I'm very proud of this book. And I would probably say one of my biggest compliments about my book, Angels and Answers. One of the biggest compliments is when people say it had such an impact on their life that they went out and they bought it to give to their other friends and family members because they wanted everyone else to, to feel what they felt when they read the book. And um, it's gonna make a lot of sense. It's, it's a lot of common sense about life. I talk about God, I talk about relationships, I talk about spirituality. It's a small book, it's a very simplistic book, and everyone mm-hmm. will be able to understand it. And um, so yeah, so I do a lot of good. So people call me their psychic therapist. So what's a psychic? Psychic is someone who could who could predict about the, the past, present, and future. They could give you uh, a psychic is someone who's really good because you have your shaman, you have your people who are not so good, just like any industry, like in any business or in any Uh, thing that you do you're going to have your good doctors and your bad doctors your good lawyers and your bad uh, lawyers your good teachers and your bad teachers you're going to have your good psychics and your bad psychics so I've been doing this for 31 years so I have a pretty good hold on it so a medium which is something I also do a medium is someone who could communicate to people's loved ones who have passed away who have have died who have passed away and so but what happens is that It's not that your loved ones have died. Your loved ones who you say who have died and went to heaven, they really didn't die. Nobody ever dies. Your body dies. And your soul, your soul is who you are. So your soul is expressing yourself using your body. The body dies. The soul lifts up out of the body and goes into a different dimension of life. And so I communicate to the souls of your loved ones who have passed on into heaven. And they give me all these beautiful thoughts and messages to let you know that they're okay, to tell you about their personality. Sometimes they tell me how they passed away. Um, other times they'll tell me about what's going on in your family. You know, it's, every single reading is different. And like I said, it is a really, really cool trip. And I've learned to develop a rapport and, and uh, a certain language with my spirit guides, with the angels, and they communicate to me in my thoughts. Now, there are people out there who will think, oh, well, that's all black magic or all oh, that's all negativity and it's against the Bible and that's a sin.
1: Right, no, it's right.
2: Not. It is definitely isn't. Because it's what your intentions are behind your actions is what makes something good or bad. So if you're doing something and you have the best of intentions take advantage of other people or to manipulate other people's minds for your advantage or for whatever, then it's a bad thing. So when people say, oh, what you do is devil's work, and I say, you want to know something? I've helped heal so many thousands of people that if you're saying what I do is devil's work, then I need to shake his hand and thank him because I've helped With God's love and with God's grace, I've helped heal a lot of people. And I thank God every day for putting me in a position to be able to generate my energy where God could work his love and his energy through me so that I could help out other people. So when I do help out other people, it's not just me who helps out other people, but it's by the good grace of God and his love and his beautiful energy that he works through me so that I could help out other people doing God's work. So, and I have, and if you go to ArtieHoffman.com, A-R-T-I-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com, ArtieHoffman.com, and you look at the testimonials of the beautiful things people have said of my work, then you'll know that I'm the real deal. I don't try to sell myself to anybody. I don't try to Mm -hmm. convince anybody. There are some people who call me up and say, well, if you're really real, then you tell me something, and then maybe – I." no, I don't have to convince myself. Look at my testimonials. You're just looking for something for free. You're looking for something for whatever. I mean, yeah, I do charge. And people say, well, if you charge, then if you say you're God's helper and you're doing God's work, then why do you charge? Well, guess what? Priests get paid. Rabbis get paid. Ministers get paid. Nurses get paid. Sure. Doctors get paid. So if I did all my work for free, that means I have to get a regular, regular job. And if I'm doing a regular, regular job and I, and, and I, and I don't get paid for my services by doing what I do, that means I have to – I can't spend as much time with the public because I'm not being compensated. And I understand completely. So I need to get paid. So when I get paid, that means I can keep on doing what I do full time and more than full time. But if I have to work someplace else, you know, 35, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, I don't have much time to do this beautiful work. So, and that's why I charge.
1: All right. So let me ask you this. Um, Do a majority of the people even know what they want when they come to you? I mean, like what percentage do you think of people come to you who actually know what they're looking for when they approach you? They're depressed.
2: They have medical issues. I'm also a medical intuitive. Whereas I, okay. could channel within side group, I could channel within someone's body and let them know what's going on, what's hurting them. So if someone's hurting about a relationship, if someone's hurting because they lost a loved one, if somebody's totally confused because they don't know what to do with their job or their family or their relationship, I channel myself for them and I give them the answers so that they could make healthier decisions. And so what I do is I give people back their power. It's not but by the good grace of God that he gives me these beautiful answers that I'm able to help people. And like I said, I feel so blessed to be put in a position to help out so many people. There are people who say, I don't even know what I want or I don't know, I'm lost. And, and all of a sudden I'll start reading into them and I, and I help put their, their emotions into words and I help start making sense of it all of what's important in their life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not always the problem. That's the problem. It's how you choose to deal with it. It's not the problem that's always the problem. It's how you're choosing to handle it is the problem. It's your perception of it. I got news for you. I have a lot of therapists who come to
1: see me for answers, and I didn't even go to college. Mm. For the people who appear to be kind of stuck in a rut, you know, sometimes you have people who can't get out of their own way because of, negativity in their life they seem to be a magnet for for negative things because maybe they're a negative person themselves how do you adjust someone's perspective to think more positive and reduce negative energy
2: i tell people the reason why you have negativity in your life is because you allow it to happen the reason why you have every relationship in your life is because you allow it to happen so whether it be a good relationship or a bad relationship you allow it to happen so people keep on allowing certain people that upset them, they keep on allowing them into their life. And so what happens is that you're allowing their bad karma, their bad energy to become a part of your life. And then you start buying into their negative energy and it, and you make it become a part of you. Buying all the negativity, you're buying all the crap of what people are selling you or what they're telling you. And sometimes we're born into it, we're conditioned this way, and then it takes it could take a little while to get out of it. And then other times it's just a bad relationship and somebody can make you feel like crap when you're trying to better yourself and they're trying to make you feel like crap. So over the years, Mm -hmm. that's why I've gone through my relationships. Not every relationship you're you're meant to hold on to your whole life. Right. Not all relationships you have to hold on to your whole life. You hold on to the relationships that make you feel good according to the moment of whatever is going on in your life at that time. So people who served their purpose to you when you were younger, great but it doesn't mean you're going to mature with them throughout your whole life. You meet certain people later on in life because that's where you are in life. And then you are fortunate enough to have those one or two people or a few people in your life that they stick with you throughout your whole life. And that's good. Right, right. But it's only good if they're good people. But if you keep on hanging around negative energy and a negative environment, well, then you can't grow in a negative energy or negative environment. You know, if I give you a bunch of seeds that could grow and that could grow you a few Few apple trees, and they're really healthy seeds. But if you put them on cement, they're not going to grow. It's not that there's anything wrong with the seeds. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you, and there's nothing wrong with those seeds I gave you. But if you're if you're in an area of cement or a bad environment, then you're not going to grow. So I I help people rewire their way of thinking so that they could feel better about themselves and life itself.
1: Okay now that the average person really doesn't probably really doesn't know um, all the things that you're 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 offering because we see like these infomercials on late at night remember back in the day with Miss Cleo and and things of that nature and um, a lot of people just assume a psychic is someone who will predict your future well is is that case is it is it trying to shape the future more, the, more and put you on the right path, or, or what's your perspective of that?
2: Is it trying to shape
1: your future?
2: Um, in a positive way, I want to say yes, to make you have healthier choices. It just helps you make healthier choices. Okay. When people come in to see me for a reading or call me on the phone for a reading, whatever, I don't always just tell them what the future is. If I'm feeling their energy is of a lower vibration, if they're not in a good place, I need to help rewire their way of thinking. So their future, if I just tell them what their future is going to be like based on their negative energy when they walk in to see me or call me, if I just told them psychic stuff about the future, then their reading's going to suck because their energy sucks. So this is where you're heading. So when I feel they're in a right. negative place, uh, it's more important for me to help change your energy to be positive. So your experiences of your future are going to be more positive and you have a better outlook on on your life and life itself. So like I said, so I'm a psychic therapist, I'm a life coach, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, and a hell of a nice guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No doubt on that. And so now I have listeners, um, you're in New Jersey, right? I have a small fan base there. So, I mean, what could people expect from an arty party, which I think is a great name. What could people expect if they hired you for an arty party?
2: Um, Well, what happens is that when they hire me for an arty party, I go to their homes and I read for their friends and family. So in other words, so if they have at least eight people, um, well, depending Uh on where they are sometimes, depending how far they are. uh, So sometimes it's eight people minimum. Sometimes it's a 10 person minimum. So they'll hang out in the living room or, the TV room, whatever, and I'll read each individual in a separate private room, whether it be the bedroom, whether it be the basement, whether it be wherever there's privacy. I'll read each individual for like 20 minutes to a half hour. Um, and, or they could have it where everyone's in one room and then I do a little spiel and I talk about life and I talk about my a little bit about myself and where I came from, people's loved ones, or I start to tell each individual. And I make it like a show. It's very fun because I like to entertain while I'm giving people
1: information. Mm-hmm.
2: And so that's what I really like to do.
1: Okay. So do you ever do shows in conjunction um, with other events? Like, for example, have you ever opened for another performer or you work with anyone else? Is it always you solo?
2: Um, I have done it with other people. Um, I work best as a solo. I've opened up for other people. but. Uh, uh, you know, I, like I said, my best is when I'm – I've worked with other people who who do what I do, and um, uh-huh. sometimes it worked out super fantastic, and other times it worked out not so great. Um, it just depends on the energy of the person, and, um, you know, it's like anything. It's like sometimes you, know, sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. So sometimes you feel it with the person, <laughs> and other times you don't. So it's just a matter of rolling with it and um, make the best of it. But, um, I mean, I performed at Trump Casinos in Atlantic City, and I've been very successful. And uh, those were very good shows. And, um, you know, performing for audiences. The reason why I'm really good with audiences is because I don't make it about myself. I I just want to share the beautiful energy and the beautiful thoughts with the audience and share God's love with everybody and uh, really give, People, something to think about and to walk home with, within their hearts, and, and share and bring home that 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 love or that understanding that they never had before. So uh, when I, I there are some people that I've worked with that I've really enjoyed working with, but um, there are times where it was just difficult to work with certain people.
1: Okay, so um, you said you performed at um, at Trump's casino, and I, I know that was a nice crowd there. Uh, where have you been able, been fortunate enough to travel to? I'm pretty sure you've gone all over the country, for the most part, right? Literally
2: all over, the, yeah, all over the country. That's, it. I'll just say it like that. I've just been in many different states, uh, doing shows or doing parties all over, all over America, California, Arizona, Virginia, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania um you know all over i mean you know all different places it's cool it's really cool
1: and a couple more questions and we'll get ready to wrap things up um i know you mentioned earlier that a lot of people associate this with the devil's work or and things of that nature black magic so to speak but for those who are maybe skeptical or maybe they buy into the stereotypes or something what would you want them to understand about what you do that they may not know
2: have blind faith keep an open mind try to remain positive seriously you know there's a time and a place for everything there's a time to be serious and a time to play Mm -hmm. and um you know and and you uh respect yourself that's what i want to say respect yourself honor yourself love yourself people will respect you and honor you only as much as you respect and honor yourself
1: okay do you have any immediate plans to get back out there and do your thing? Um, anything that you have that's kind of um, in waiting right now?
2: Uh, no. Um, you know, I do my Facebook live show every Sunday night, 6 p.m. Eastern time. I do free readings for the public. Uh, it's called Angels and Answers. So if you went to Artie in okay. Angels and Answers, I, I do that. As far as anything planned in the future, no, only because I don't know how far the government is going to allow us to be an open public. And, um, you know, it's it just it, it's just difficult to plan things ahead given the circumstances of now. So I literally just make the best of each day as it comes. And I live in Artie's world, and I just do what I do. And every day I go down by the beach, and I relax for a few hours and um, chill out and watch comedies. I listen to good music. And I, I keep my energy and my spirits high.
1: I definitely appreciate you being here, and I, I I think that um like me personally i've I've never been to a psychic or anything of that nature, and i i'm I'm the skeptical type. I'll be honest with you and um, but it's great to to learn, and like you said, you have to keep an open mind about things and so I just you know I really appreciate you providing me with education on this as well as my listeners. But um, where can people find you on social media? Um, you mentioned your website. And where can they get your book? I know you mentioned the book earlier. Uh, let everyone yeah, know where they can get that.
2: Angels and Answers, you can get on ArtieHoffman.com, a r t i e h o f f m a H-O-F-S-M-A-N.com. Um, I also sell um, not only my book, Angels and Answers, uh, but I also sell money incense. And when you burn these money incense, you get 10 in a pack and they each last an hour and a half. When you get these money incense, it really brings in a lot of prosperity and a lot of good luck to people. And it smells amazing. I can't even tell you what the smell is like. It doesn't so much as smell so much as floral. I can't explain it. All I got to say is everybody who's ever smelt it, loved it. it. It has a unique smell okay. and it's just absolutely amazing. So if you wanted to order money incense, you could do that too. Um, but uh, let's see. So, if you want a reading, if you want a party, I'm just as accurate over the phone. I could do Skype if you want. You call me up at 732-778-7173. Or you could email me at Hoffman at Gmail. And just keep an open mind and just know I always have your best interest at heart. So I'm not out to hurt you. I'm only here to help you. And I say my prayers every day to God and the angels to keep on blessing me and, and to give me the power to be able to help out all of God's children and help out the public. So, And I want to thank you for sharing this time with me.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate you, Mr. Audie, Audie Hoffman. Thank you so much for joining the Q-on-one podcast on the Talk to Q radio show. It's been a pleasure to speak with you and to learn more about, learn about you and, and what you do. And I will definitely provide my listeners Uh, links to everything you mentioned on my website, so they'll be able to have a direct link to your book and to your website as well.
2: Yeah, that's good, yeah, because on my website, ArtieHoffman.com, I have a lot of YouTube videos that explains a lot of different aspects of life, and it talk I talk about so many different topics, and they're all about, you know, only like four to seven minutes long, each one, but, but, um, I answer a lot of common questions that people ask about life or relationships or whatever, And I think you'll really find that very interesting. And I have my Instagram also, my Instagram every morning with inspirational messages uh, every day. And just tell people to share it, like it, all that other good stuff.
1: Okay. Stay safe in this quarantine period. And hopefully things will get back to normal soon and you can get back out there and do your thing. From your mouth to God's ears. Okay. So I'm going to do a little something different to close out this Q on one podcast. Uh, I'm going to play a spoken word piece from a young lady named Rashida Jasmine, and Rashida Jasmine is a spoken word artist who's from Peoria, Illinois, and she has a podcast called The Thoughts of She, a poetry podcast. You can find it on Apple or Google, Spotify, just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Uh, The podcast is written and produced by uh, Rashida. She creates spoken word poetry for the soul. Various poems covering various topics will be showcased by Rashida herself. So this particular one is called Peace. It's the sixth edition to a series entitled Emotions. And again, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pandora, SoundCloud, just about anywhere. So take a listen to this called Peace. And I will also have a link to her podcast on the show page for this Q01 edition with Artie Hoffman. So you can take a listen um, at any time or follow her. So you can check out some of the other things that she has to offer. So here we go. This is Peace by Rashida Jasmine. you ever wonder what it feels like to be free? To not carry the weight of sorrow, burdens, and struggle. To have peace. We often walk around with the world on our backs. Thinking, plotting, waiting for an attack. Though, we know that's no way to live. We carry the weight until it reaches the bottom of the ocean it carried us in. Until then, we live day by day trying to stay afloat. The tide arises, water comes crashing, and we reach to grab the rope. Wishing to be free, we try to find peace, hoping it will last. Not realizing we can only be free once we get rid of the weight of our past. Peace will find you once you let it be. It's already in you. It's just waiting for you to see
0: And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to talktheq.com and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at @talktheq and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.